Welcome back to See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett. We both know that you're in a life coaching business as well, not just a golf instruction business, right? Because how people take instruction has a lot to do with their belief systems and their ego and their non-ego and so on and so on. So like, tell us about, you know, Brandon Gay Doris, the life coach here. <laughs> yeah. So when I was in college, I would train a lot of the college students who were my friends. And one of my friends was a very good golfer. He was probably the best at the school, probably the best, arguably top five in the division three college level at that time. Mm-hmm. And we would, we would work out together. And I remember the first year at the national championship, or this was, this was the national championships and it was his second to last year. And he's all he want, he wanted to win a national championship so badly with his team. And he shot really good the first round. I think it was like 67. And then he had a rough second round and the team ended up not, they didn't win. They, they finished all right, but they didn't win. So the next year, all we focused on was the mindset. Nice. And, and he ended up when he ended up leading his team to the national championship, they won that year. And that's when I realized how important the mindset was. And this was, this was a friend in college, but that taught me so much about learning more and more about the mindset. And then when I got up to Greenwich and I started doing one-on-one training with people who were 20, 30, 40 years older than me, I realized you have to have a conversation with someone if you want them to spend an hour with you. For sure. <laughs> so, For sure. So it's very when, hard the other way. Exactly. So that's when I started really, really diving deep into the world of personal development. And I was all, I was all commission based. So that's when I started learning, like you have to be able to connect with people if you want them to take interest in you, if you want them to work with you, and if you want them to trust you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's so well said. I mean, that is the foundation. The relationship is the foundation. But in terms of the golf, um, you know, fitness, what are the, what are the fundamentals there? Take us through some of the fundamentals of, like, you know, what stands you apart. You know, what makes you a top fifty professional, you know, instructor in terms of like golf fitness. Yeah, I think I think maybe this story will help a lot of people out on how important it is to make sure people know about you. So as I was saying earlier, and I'll kind of transition back into what you were saying there, when, when the golf digest top 50 was, I I saw the application for that. I had realized the first list that came out two years before there were three people on that list that I worked for. (laughs) (laughs) So that gave me the confidence to know, Hey, even though I may be the youngest one, I still feel like I belong on that list and all the knowledge and has, that has been put up into that point deserves to be on there. So what I ended up doing since I didn't have a big social media presence is I had every single one of my golf clients email into golf digest, a a referral. And to the point where the, the editor of golf digest (laughs) He, he emailed someone back and he said, he said, Hey, I got your email. I got your email. Apparently Brandon told a hundred people to email referrals to me. <laughs> That's hilarious, and, dude. And, um, so That's hilarious. Yeah. So that, that, I, that's one thing that I think is important. Whatever business you're in, if people don't know about you, they're not going to know that you can help them. 
And that's one thing that I've had a lot of mentors tell me and express that I wasn't necessarily taught in school. So that's a big mindset that I've had, especially the last two years that I've been on my own, is people need to know about you if you want to be able to run a successful business. And the mindset of being a golf fitness instructor is you're not always going to have it. Like you're not always going to have it. You're not always going to have it when you're coaching people. But the idea that someone is paying you, the idea that someone is trusting you with their health, with their fitness, you need to do everything possible on the days you don't have it to make sure that they're getting the value necessary so that they can keep progressing. Uh, someone asked me like, what do you do when you don't have it? I'm like, I don't know. You just suck it up. Do it anyway. <laughs> you just do it anyway. I know. I just literally, I was telling a kid this the other day. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Even if you have your B game, you show up and you, you know, you do your best. Right. And that's the attitude mindset piece of this thing. Yeah. And it, it's similar to a professional golfer. There's going to be days where you don't have it on the course, but mm -hmm. you're still going to have to scrape together a good enough round so that you can regroup. You can get a good night of sleep. You can refresh yourself and come back with a better one tomorrow. Yeah, hundred percent. What are the biggest, you know, challenges client-wise? You know, what, who are the hardest clients to work with? Obviously, the easiest people are probably people with amazing attitudes, right? The one that just that are super open to the coaching and instructing instruction, right? And just sort of run with it, and then you're constantly going back and tweaking it. Who are your hardest people, and why? That's a good question. I don't don't get asked that that much, but I would say my hardest people to train are the ones who just don't listen and then they keep yeah. asking you for advice. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The ones so, that don't listen. That sounds so familiar, right? <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I just learned to accept that and I'm just, I just pretty much say now, hey, hey, I'm just a consultant in your world. I'm here to help you. If, if, you, if you don't believe something I say, that's fine. You know, I'm just here to do everything I can to help Get you towards your goals and bring value to them and i just come to respect sometimes people are going to do stuff their way and that's okay <laughs> so i let them do that yeah totally you know one of the things that i often teach people brandon is to use phrases like it seems like it sounds like it feels like you know it seems like you're not listening or it seems like you really want to do this your way and you're just you know so it's not confronting their ego too directly but it's pointing out this pattern, you know, it seems like, and then you're getting them hopefully over time to self-reflect and go a little bit deeper around their own sort of ego-based, you know, obstacle or blocks to success because that kind of thing that you're, that you're dealing with, the wife is dealing with, the husband is dealing with, the employees are dealing with, right? Because that's showing up elsewhere. When they don't listen in one area, you know, they're doing, they're pretty stubborn in other areas, not just in golf instruction world. Yeah. And I like what you said a lot there and you're really good at this. You're really good at understanding people. I, and that's, that's one thing that I go into training someone. I'm like, I'm going to agree with them. Even, even if something is not right, I'm typically going to say something like that. Like it seems like, or I understand. And then I can kind of sneak in like, you know, I, I understand that you want to do 20 miles a week of extra cardio. Would you agree that that could be overdoing it? <laughs> so well, you, that's pretty clever too. Would you agree? I like that. I yeah. Follow and, that one from you. Would you agree? 
<laughs> and then it, you know, I'm like, you know, if you, and then if they do the 20 miles, I'm like, well, how did you, how did you feel after doing the 20 miles? And they're like, well, to be honest with you, I didn't feel recovered. <laughs> I felt yeah. dehydrated and yeah. you know, my, I was hard getting up the stairs. I'm like, okay. Totally. You know, that's, <laughs> It's amazing what a big self-awareness component of teaching there is, right? Whether you're in life coaching or specifically in, you know, in the golf instruction world, right? In the performance piece or the fitness piece, that life coaching self-awareness element is just massive. There's truly no way around it. Well, it, it's huge. You know, I, how important, how important is, since you're a life coach, how important have the people in your life been? that have helped you get to where you are. Yeah, I mean, like how important have the people in my world um, been in order to help me to get to where I am? I'm 30,000 plus hours into this experience of life coaching, business coaching, psychology, and sports psychology. That's what it's all about. It's, it's literally all about the people and all about what I call course correcting, which is what you're doing all the time too. It's like we're always learning, right? We're always sort of tweaking our game a little bit, right? Just getting a little bit better each and every day. I always like that Luke Donald metaphor from when he was number one in the world. One of his interviews was like, you know, that was his thing. It was just a little bit better each and every day. This is probably 20 years ago, whatever it was. And I still use that often, right? We're just trying to get a little bit better each and every day. And so we're course correcting, right? We're taking in information. Um, I also invite people to live a little bit more adventurously, a little bit more out of their comfort zone, right? Because when you do that, you get a lot more information. Life is more challenging at times, right? Occasionally, you might take a fastball to the back of the head. You know, hopefully it won't be, you know, it might be to the shin or something. You know, it gets a little rough at times, but you're learning so much. And if you're constantly course correcting, that's how you really get that, you know, you take your game to the next level. So, so I'm super curious because that concept changed my life of accumulating small wins daily to achieve the big one over time. What do you do to start to accumulate those wins so you become better every day, like that Luke Donald analogy? Well, that's the thing, you know, that's a really a great question. What do I do to sort of accumulate those little wins? I can tell you're a fundamentally happy person by the question you just asked, literally just someone who lives more in the process, right? As opposed to the outcome, the little wins, like the, you know, I was just talking about this the other day also about, you know, the smile, lighting somebody up in the supermarket, although it's harder now with a mask, you know, but like those little interactions that we have with people where you're just funny in the moment, like I'm always just sort of playful and funny in the moment. And those little interactions, it's amazing how much they add up. You know, before we, we got on air, right, um, here, you know, I told you this joke about how my, you know, I just went for, we just walked the dog with my wife, right? And, um, you know, our last podcast with our mutual friend here, Kyle's doing really well immediately. And she's like, oh, it must be because he's good looking. And I'm like, oh, and this Dr. Brett character who's been rowing really hard every day for months here. It's got nothing to do with that. And so we just had the funniest, like, laughter interaction, right? And so those little moments that you have, hopefully, multiple times a day, and they really add, it's amazing how much it adds up. Because then you go to bed at night, and it's like, even if you had a tough day, there are little moments in the day where it was just kind of special. So I'm like orienting as much as I can to the present moment, right? 
mm. practicing a lot of mindfulness, not a little bit, getting out of my head as much as possible, living more in the moment, and yet also taking you know a lot of action towards the future. That's the challenging trick, right? Each action, right? It's like one pot, one haul at a time, one shot at a time, right? Each action is in the moment, but what they're but we also have a greater goal and greater intention, right? So that pretty much is the the philosophy there. Yeah, and I, I could tell I've noticed that in people who are successful in so many different fields is that they treat the present moment, especially the people that they're talking to in the present moment so well, no matter who they are, they, they treat that person with a sense of, of feeling like, like the royalty. <laughs> and, and it's just, I don't know if it's something that they, they work on or it's just something that it, it just has come natural. But I've really started to notice that about successful people is they just treat people in the present moment so well. Yeah, that's really well said, Brandon. Um, you know, it's funny because that is all we got on some level. That's where it gets generated from. You know, a lot of people ask me how to prep for an interview. And I'm like, well, the real prep for the interview is to show up with the, you know, I mean, you use the intention before you go in to show up as present and as engaging as possible. And then like you just alluded to a moment ago, having that curiosity is really powerful because so many times in life when people go into interview situations, they don't really ask enough questions, right? They're not, they're almost afraid to engage. And that's what it's really about. It's in the moment, you have this experience, you have an opportunity almost in every moment when we meet somebody new, or even when we, you know, one of my philosophies is to never take anyone for granted because we live on this planet where, you know, it's too often that we take others for granted. So I actually have like cultivated a lot of muscle not to live that way, you know? So every interaction is an opportunity to sort of make life a little more interesting or a little more special or a little more different, a little more something, right? Yeah. And like, uh, you, you asked me about the mindset earlier, and it's very interesting based on what you said there. Like, I honestly think that training the mind, like you just said, like weight training the mind yeah, totally. is just as important <laughs> as, as weight training the actual body physically. And, and that's something I've realized over the last year, which has helped me gain a lot more respect for people who do what you do, who really help people get in that mindset of, of, one positivity two being present and three that things are possible if you work towards it yeah that's a perfect summary i think we're going to wrap up there we're going to have you back brandon gaydoris absolute pleasure we will have you back at some point because i love your attitude i love your approach and um, it was an absolute pleasure awesome thank you dr brett for having me on really appreciate it thanks for watching see it and feel it with me dr brett if you enjoyed this video, remember to like, subscribe, or share it with a friend.